Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And happy Friday to everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're finishing your week with us wherever you're tuned in this afternoon. Always good to have you on the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty in the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Special edition of the show today. We're broadcasting live from Excalibur Vapes right here in Oak Grove. Before we get to that, quick thank you to Dickey's Barbecue Pit for their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. What a great weekend to enjoy some delicious food for your family or get ready for your next tailgate. Dickey's caters every event, large and small. All you need to do is tell them about your event. They'll uh, tailor make a, a catering deal for you that we know you're going to enjoy. Well, as we said, broadcasting live this afternoon at Excalibur Vapes in Oak Grove, Michael Mergens is uh, on the scene with us, along with Caleb Hamill. Michael, no stranger to the show, Caleb's first appearance on the Eagle Hour. Caleb, of course, the play-by-play voice for Presbyterian Christian School here at the Super Talk. Caleb, glad to have you join uh, Michael and uh, come on board the Eagle Hour. And I tell you, I feel like this is a bait and switch because you, you are literally scraping the bottom of the barrel when you think that <laughs> my top three topics of conversation include Southern Miss Athletics, uh, vaping, and King Arthur references. There you go. Well, that's why we brought you in, Caleb. We know you're an expert on King Arthur, so we're going to be uh, asking you more about that. Now, look, you do play-by-play for a Presbyterian Christian school, but already uh, the first game of the season postponed, correct? Right, and this was an odd circumstance because the game with Lamar was originally scheduled for September 17th, and uh, the teams agreed that they wanted to try to get a bye week in the middle of the season. So they said, well, why don't we try this uh, week zero almost of the season where majority of the private schools are doing scrimmages, uh, try to get it to happen this weekend. Then Lamar had some COVID issues, so they said, well, let's just revert back to our original plan. So let's see if uh, PCS will be able to play all their scheduled games this season, but just from the looks of everything, especially with case numbers today, I, I I just don't know how many games will be played at all this year. Right. Michael Mergens, over 5,000 cases of COVID reported in the last 24 hours in Mississippi. Uh, you and I have ridden through this thing since last February. This is the darkest day since this all started. And that's what's crazy because this is the worst it's been since all this started but uh some good news for those that are supporters of the the vaccine side tripled the number of those in the state that have gotten the vaccine within this last week however you have to keep in mind if they're getting the pfizer or moderna that's just the the first shot and that's what 20 30 percent effective so until they get the second shot and then it's two weeks after that are they fully vaccinated so they're still that risk but (laughs) i thought last year was bad with sports and trying to schedule stuff and get stuff on the air and then cancellations with all this this year seems to be even worse really not knowing what's going to happen because everyone unlike last year is going full-blown they're anticipating no restrictions on attendance 
they got full schedules. Nothing's really changed. We're supposed to be back to normal. So really, if schools have to cancel or move stuff around, it's more of a hassle now than it was last year where they were anticipating stuff like that and kind of had a plan. Right. And, Caleb, I think it's going to be worse on high schools this year because this variant seems to be striking a younger demographic. Most of those 65 and older, big majority of those are vaccinated, so it's less of a threat to them. I can't imagine how you're going to have high school games with full attendance and not a lot of interruptions looking at the, looking at the way things are today. Well, nobody wants to be the bad guy and enforce restrictions and give themselves a bad image in the eyes of fans. But at the same time, you compare a lot of the the public schools that are facing so much scrutiny with whether or not they should mask in school. I'll tell you right now, PCS is masking in school right now. And so they're doing their part to make sure that they can continue to have their scheduled activities. They're doing their part to make sure they can have football this season. I'm not sure what Lamar School up in Meridian's policies are right now, but I do know that they had a little bit of an outbreak problem with their football team. But right now, you and I know that the MHSAA, that's the public school side of high school football, say if your school is not meeting in person, you cannot have extracurricular activities. If you're virtual, you cannot do that. Uh, and I don't think the MAIS, uh, that's what PCS is a part of, uh, has as far as policy with virtual or in-person learning. But I do know that PCS is going to do everything they can to at least, if not keep themselves healthy, if they have an opponent schedule you know, conflict, if they have some cancellation, excuse me, that's the word I was looking for, uh, canceled due to COVID, they're going to look around and try to find another team that will play them. They, they will not shy away from finding another competition. And this week – was no exception. They scavenged from Wednesday night forward looking for a team to play and could not do it in the basically day and a half they could to plan it. So we'll see who plays whom, but I just know that it's going to be tough to get you know, the roughly 12 games played this year for any team. Right. College football just around the corner, of course. Kelly Center going to join us later in the show. He's up in Indianapolis, Indiana at the Speedway, and we're going to talk to Kelly about uh, the preseason rankings and, and how well the Sunbelt Conference uh, has done in the preseason polling. And, uh, Caleb, interested to get your input later in the show about that. We've all here been advocates of, of this talk of combining the Sunbelt with Conference USA, forming a big mega, uh, you know, uh, uh, conference that would include teams from Texas and over on the East Coast and dividing that in half. Uh, this sort of enhances that idea to me. But at any rate, we'll talk about that a little later. I want to talk about the three schools of Mississippi and the three minutes we have left in this segment and get the input of both of you guys. I think we all anticipate an improved Southern Miss program under Will Hall. Big, big offensive line appears to be too deep with 300-pounders. They've got a great feature running back uh, with a great lineage. A big, strong quarterback that's transferred here from West Virginia and looks like a man among boys right now uh, as they work out. And I think at least five uh, transfers from Power 5 schools that, that, that should play a big role. Caleb, uh, you and then Michael's thoughts about uh, how improved do you look for Southern Miss football to be this fall? Michael, you want to take it first? <laughs> yeah. Caleb's have to research that a little bit. They obviously they have the talent that's got everyone excited, but they also have a coach that is going to encourage that talent. And we've seen this increase in interest in ticket sales, really simply based on the fact that here is a football coach 
that people believe is going to do what he says they are going to do. He's been out uh, hitting the bricks. He's been talking to people, and you can't help but just fall in love with his approach and his ideals, and then you put that into practice with his team, knowing that if that is how he's treating his team, that's the image that he's presenting to them. Obviously, they believe it, the fact that we have the players that we do have. Uh, I don't see how this can't work. And the fact that, again, the fans get it, they see it, and I haven't seen so much excitement over the Southern Miss football team in the almost 15 years that I've been here. It's just completely revived and renewed, and they haven't even played a game yet. And for me, I I think for Will Hall, I think this is just with the doctor order for a couple of reasons for Southern Miss. I think, one, this team is now led by somebody who is very much passionate, not only about the game of football, but about the players and the fan base at large. He loves this entire state of Mississippi. And granted, I don't know as much about his background personally as a coach. I know uh, he's shown really good prowess from an offensive coordinator's perspective, but he comes from a lineage of great connections in Mississippi football. Uh, in fact, his father was the coach of my alma mater, Madison Central, for a number of years. And I can already guess going forward that Will Hall is going to have a lot more variety in the offensive game than his coach Bo- or his head coach father, Bobby Hall, did when he was at Madison Central because I can still point back to a, a game back in 2011 against South Panola. At halftime, Madison Central had two passes and two touchdowns as a result of those passes because they were a run-exclusive team all year round. At halftime, Coach Hall uh, was asked about passing plays, if he was going to see that in the second half, and Coach Hall very emphatically said, well, that's our trick play. <laughs> I think uh, Coach Will Hall is going to rely on the pass a little bit more than right. his father, if I right. had to guess. Just 30 seconds. And thank goodness, because that's been... That's been missing so much in football, but seeing that resurgence, not just with you know college football, but even within high school, as a fan of the passing play, amen. Right. Uh, just a few seconds left, guys. I think all three of us can agree, too, that, that his father and the legacy he left uh, with high school coaching can do nothing but help Will Hall in his connections and his communication with high schools around the state. Would you all agree? He's already got his foot in the door. Yeah, no question. All right, we're at Excalibur Vapes in Oak Grove. Michael and Caleb are on hand. They're going to have some officials and uh, I think the store owner, perhaps, from Excalibur Vapes. Uh, A great way to quit smoking, if that's what you want to do, and you should. They're going to tell you how to do that at Excalibur Vapes. The Eagle Hour continues on the road right after this. Don't go anywhere. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour, Friday edition. Bob Getty in the First Bank studio here in Hattiesburg. Want to say hello to Kathleen and the great staff 
at Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Great place to buy your Southern Miss football apparel. They're open uh, six days a week on Hardy Street. You can also shop them at CampusBookmart.net. All right, we're at Excalibur Vapes in uh, Oak Grove this afternoon and very happy to be down there. Caleb Hamill and Michael Murgins, they've got Jim Sheeran with them, who is the owner of this great business. And, guys, I'm going to turn it over to you. You know, Bob, if uh, anybody's in question about how they can find Excalibur Vapes, if they know where the Hattiesburg studio is, I'm pretty sure if I were Andy Dufresne, I could go to the back wall of Excalibur Vapes and eventually carve my way through into your office. Uh, it is it is literally at your back door. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, glad to be here today. Uh, especially glad to be in the shade. Uh, I know the sun is shining into our uh first bank studio over there but uh the way we're positioned right now we're getting nothing but shade and it feels fairly pleasant all things considered and jim we're happy to have you here with us today and uh first of all thank you for your sponsorship here on our super talk hattiesburg network and uh thanks for uh, allowing us to interview you today and have you on the show it's my pleasure uh it's been it's been great working with you with y'all the last couple of months uh, and if anybody's really looking for us most people know where the old hattiesburg skating rink used to be mm-hmm. it, we're in the same parking lot so we're not that right, next, right down from Compadre's restaurant. So we're not that hard to find. That's it, right there. Uh, so Jim, first of all, I told Bob at the first of the show. I, I said three things that I'm probably not as up to date on as I should be, or Southern Miss athletics, uh, vaping, and King Arthur references. And so here we are. But uh, with you and your business here of Excalibur Vapes, first of all, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this industry at large. I got into this industry by accident. Uh, I had tried quitting smoking several times. I tried Chantix. I tried patches. I tried gum. Nothing ever worked uh, until I had a heart attack. Wow. And on my way home from the hospital, uh, I stopped at a vape shop, and they helped me quit smoking. So I've always been one to like, I like to experiment with flavors. I used to homebrew my own beer, you know, mess with flavors and stuff. So I started trying to make some of my own juice. And turned out was fairly successful at it. So we started a company called uh, Camelot E-Liquid uh, six years ago. There's some more King Arthur stuff right there. And uh, during COVID, when we couldn't travel to go visit other shops, it's like, well, we got to do something. Let's open our own vape shop. So we opened up this right in the middle of the pandemic last year. So so what has been the, the biggest draw for folks coming into this, this shop and you know vaping stores across the country? Because it seems like... About five years ago, I was in college, and it, it was a, a huge explosion of people coming to know about vaping, and you'd see the devices all over the place of people enjoying it. It's If you if you ever get start, start, started vaping and get off the cigarettes, the flavors are so much better. You know, you have, basically you have tobacco and menthol flavors in regular cigarettes. We have over almost 200 flavors in stock here. Wow. Uh, ready to go. So, I mean, anything from uh, a New Orleans beignet, uh, Hello. different custards, we have chocolate pudding, apple pie, any type of flavor that you can think of, we've probably got. Uh, you don't smell like cigarette smoke all the time. The The biggest drawback uh, for smoking, well, one of them is, you know, you go to a hotel, you can't smoke in the room. No. You know, and if you do, they know, everybody knows it because mm-hmm. it's got that smell. I can vape in a hotel room. Nobody knows it. It smells like, you know, cookies. Probably smells better than it did when you got in the room. It, it, most time it does. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, it's, it's more socially acceptable, I think. Yeah. And it's 
much, much better for you. You know, I can think back to my childhood. I could walk out of you know, a local grocery store and somebody would be smoking right there on the, the sidewalk. And mm-hmm. as a kid, that smell and that taste in the air just made me, I literally had to spit yeah. to get that taste out of my mouth because it was just so distasteful. Sorry to you know use the word itself twice, but uh, in finding people that are, coming into vaping more than they are cigarette smoking, it is really amazing just how many flavors. You mentioned 200. I know things like bubble gum, cotton candy. You really threw me for a loop with the beignets one. I I am shocked beyond belief. Now, what have been uh, your go-to flavors or some of the more extravagant ones that people have never heard of? Um, we have one in here. It is. It sounds really weird. It is a pecan pie, chocolate pie, coconut pie with vanilla ice cream. It's a little bit of everything. So Thanksgiving. Basically, You're yes. You're taking a sample of every single one. Yeah, but and we can't keep it. Wow. wow. Uh, you know, we sell, we sell a lot of beignets. We ship a lot of that to New Orleans. I bet. Uh, you know, it's just the variety is, is one of the things that, that keeps people around. You know, it's like after a while, he's like, okay, I want to try something different. Well, we've got plenty to try from. Now, with Excalibur Vapes, I know you mentioned uh, Camelot as part of a company name before. That What kind of brought on that whole theme as far as your companies are concerned? Well, when I was when I was starting Excalibur or Camelot E-Liquid, I was just trying to come up with a name that somebody already hadn't taken. And I always, when I was growing up, I always was fascinated with, with King Arthur and all the medieval stuff. And I was trying to find a name, and I couldn't think of anything. And we have a dog named Merlin. Nice. Ah, and cool. it's like Merlin... King Arthur Camelot. So we we came up with Camelot D-Liquid. So in your store here at Excalibur Vapes here uh, in Oak Grove, just off Old Highway, or, yeah, Old Highway 11, had to think about it for a second, uh, you not only sell vape juice, you also sell uh, the vaping devices themselves, but you also have a plethora of other uh, products for sale in your store. We do. We have a full line of CBD products, uh, a full line of CBD teas, uh, green teas, herbal teas, chai teas, uh, we have Kratom, and we're looking to expand some other more health-related pro- uh, products. Now, a lot of people out there listening right now maybe have heard about the vaping industry and maybe kind of heard about the more uh, problems with younger people getting involved mm-hmm. in the products and all that. Your, sell- or your store does not sell to folks under 21 years old. No, we don't. And you also have heard from your customers uh and many times over, uh, just how much your store has helped them in squashing their addiction to cigarettes and uh, other tobacco products like that. Yeah, we've, we've got several customers that have come in that they're basically crying because they have tried everything they could think of, and they can't quit. When I had my heart attack, I got the next morning I was in the hospital, I got caught in the bathroom by the nurses smoking a cigarette. It's hard to give up. But if you come in, let us let us you know show you some things. Uh, we can help you quit if you really want to. That's 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 the thing. You've got to want to quit. But if you do want to quit, we can help you. So what's it like for a, a new customer that walks into your store? What is their experience, and how do you treat your customers? We try to tr- treat our customers like we would our, f- our own family. You know, we we have a, 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 an area for you to hang out with. You know, if you want to come in, just ask some questions, talk to us. Uh, we always have uh, free coffee, drinks for anybody that comes in. And before we try to sell you something, we, we kind of want to talk to you and find out what you're trying to do. You know, what kind of flavors do you like? 
what kind of mod do you think would, would fit best with you? You know, do you do you mind carrying a, you know a big box mod? Are you looking for something a little bit uh, a little bit smaller that you can just kind of stick in your pocket and go going about your business? Before we try to do anything as far as selling you anything, we try to find out what you're looking for, and then we go from there. Very nice indeed. Talking with Jim Sharon here at Excalibur Vapes in Oak Grove, uh, proud supporter of the Eagle Hour and Super Talk Hattiesburg. Just a couple minutes left, Jim, and uh, we've talked about some of the different flavors of product you have. And uh, for me, I'm a complete novice when it comes to vaping and all. About how large are these devices? If somebody's wanting to understand, just you know. How much of a pocket size is it? Now, you're holding one in your hand right now. Tell this, me about this one. Uh, this is called the Lost Vape uh, Thelema. It's, for a vape, it's actually fairly large. Uh, and I wouldn't recommend this for most new, new newbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is about, I don't know, about a little bit bigger than a pack of cigarettes. Okay. So, you know, but we have them down to the size of an ink pen. Wow. You know, uh, you could put most of them in your pocket and never would know you even had it. Uh, and we've got some people. Are, some people are looking for more battery life. You know, they, I want to be able to vape all day. I don't want to have to worry about charging it or anything like that. Some people are have a job where you know they can charge their, their mods all day long. Uh, that's not a big problem with them. Uh, some people work in industries where uh, maybe they're real hard on their equipment. You know, we've got a lot of mechanics and things like that. They want something that's rugged. So. We we look at a little bit of everything, try to kind of help you figure something out that will help you and make sure it it continues to work for you. Well, Jim, we want to thank you so much for your time. I feel like we've learned a whole lot about the vaping industry today, and especially your store right here. Folks, if you're out there and you're trying to quit uh, your cigarette addiction, uh, this is a great place to start. These folks will welcome you in like your family from the moment you come through the door. Uh, They have all kinds of products available. You just heard a a whole ton of different flavors. If you don't like the first one, you've got 199 left to, to revert to. So, uh, Jim, we really appreciate it. And, folks, once again, Excalibur Vapes right here on Old Highway 11, uh, just uh, behind Super Talk Mississippi Studios right here in Oak Grove. Thanks so much again, Jim, for joining us. Thank you. All right, everybody, on the other side of this break, we're going to try to talk to Kelly Sander and hear a little bit about uh, an update from the Indianapolis 500. The Eagle Hour continues next here on Super Talk Hattiesburg and Super Talk Laurel. Southern Miss to the top. It's Friday. That means the best plate lunch in Hattiesburg served at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Catfish Friday. And uh, just telling you, it's the best catfish you'll ever eat. Mergens has had some. He would testify to that. Uh, it's tremendously good. And uh, that's the case every day at 4th Street Bar and Grill when they serve the best plate lunch in Hattiesburg for $8.95. We're at Excalibur Vapes in uh, Oak Grove this afternoon. I want to thank Jim Sharon for coming on. 
and uh, share that information. If you want to quit smoking, and, and we hope that if you're still smoking, you do want to quit, uh, they can help you at Excalibur Vapes. Kelly Sander is live and in person from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in Indianapolis, Indiana, and he joins us right now. And uh, this is your first time to work with Caleb Kelly, and I heard you guys going at each other uh, during uh, the the break. Uh, boy, boy, y'all know each other well. Well, one one of the things that these millennials have not been taught is how to respect their elders, <laughs> and uh, and, and I, they don't get much elder than me. <laughs> No, I say I say that in a, in a kidding way. Um, you know, we love Caleb, and 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 I told everybody if they would just hang in there with him, that he'd turn out to be okay. Yeah, and that's and that's turning out to be the case. Maybe a couple of years away yet, but well, he'll get there. Here's he'll get how there. much Kelly we I was lo- about to say. Go ahead, wait a minute, Caleb. This is how much we love Caleb Kelly. We had to hold our breath and turn our heads to let a Mississippi State Bulldog on our show, but only oh, Caleb is the only. Mississippi State guy in America that we would let on the Eagle Hour. So that should tell you, Caleb, what we think of you. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot, Caleb. Believe us, that is a lot. Well, we're glad to have Caleb on the show. Kelly, uh, give us your news for the day, and then we're going to get to these polls. Well, they are they are getting ready to practice up here at Indianapolis. We won't spend a lot of time on it, but the, uh, but the Xfinity cars and the Grand Prix cars will get uh, going here in about, uh, gosh, about 15 minutes at the top of the hour. But in Conference USA, uh, Action Soccer, the first soccer polls are out for the year. And w- as you might expect with the Rice women playing for the national championship last year, Rice's women are in the first uh, AP Top 25 on the women's soccer side, coming in 22nd. The only other team in Conference USA that's getting um, any love at all is North Texas, and they're just receiving votes. So, again, two teams from Conference USA, only one in the top 25. That is Rice in the number 22 spot, North Texas, receiving votes. That's the first AP women soccer poll of the year. Other than that, and I know everybody's sick and tired of hearing it, so we won't talk about it, but all news revolving around COVID, and we'll just, we'll just leave it at that as we continue the countdown toward the kickoff of the college football season, which we hope will happen. There's no reason to think it's not going to this point. But the way news is trending, um, you never know. But uh, looking forward to that first game with South Alabama's football season gets nearer and nearer. Hey, no question. We talked about that early in the show. I guess we've discussed it enough. Please, you know, be careful. Get a vaccination if you had not had one. And uh, help us all get this thing under control. All right, I want to get Michael and Caleb and Kelly all involved in this conversation, guys. Uh, two major preseason football polls out uh, earlier this week, and, and here was the big news for me. Well, the first the first part is kind of a yawn. Uh, one, two, and three: Alabama, Clemson, and Oklahoma. Yawn. We we pretty much figured that. But here's what really stuck out at me, and I'm going to start with you, Sander, because you and I have talked about this a lot. The Sun Belt with two teams in the top 25 in both polls. In the AP poll, Lafayette, the 24th-ranked team in the country, Coastal Carolina, number 25. In the Coaches poll, Lafayette, number 23, Coastal Carolina, number 24. Now, those teams got a lot of TV time last year, and they were both very, very entertaining football teams to watch. Kelly, you and I have talked for a long time about the Sun Belt versus Conference USA, and I know there's people on both sides of the issue, but doesn't this sort of reinforce what we've said, that the Sun Belt is the up-and-coming conference outside of the Power Five, and a merger with Conference USA could be nothing but a positive for Southern Miss? 
But to your point, Bob, the reason that those two schools, and I'm not saying that Lafayette and Coastal aren't good football teams, but the reason they're getting this preseason look is because of the way that they finished last year. Lafayette went up to Ames, Iowa, and uh, derailed the Iowa State Cyclones, who were thought so highly of last year. And, of course, Iowa State has just about everybody back from a team that played for the, the Big 12 championship. So Iowa State's uh, highly heralded in these preseason polls as well. And, of course, Louisiana Lafayette also locked up Coach Billy Napier, a long-term extension, you know, multi-million dollar extension down there at Lafayette. And Coastal, you know, had made some big headlines there at the end of the year, and their coach was, was up for a lot of uh, other jobs across the country and wound up uh, there at Coastal. So that's why those two teams early on are getting that publicity. Now we'll see what happens as the season goes forward. But what is noted, noted about what you just said is there are no Conference USA teams in the top 25. So the fact that two Sunbelt teams are getting some attention preseason certainly bodes well for that conference. But when you talk about a potential merger with the Sunbelt from Conference USA, there are a lot of that, uh, that act insulted when you talk to them about this. And I'm not saying they're not entitled to that opinion. They certainly are. Their, their argument is that Sunbelt has always been the weaker little brother. But when you look about some of the, about the way that the Sunbelt has gone about its business in fattening up its TV contracts and getting national exposure for its teams, the schools locking up their head coaches with million-dollar deals in a long term, it seems like the Sunbelt has been pushing all the right buttons. And Conference USA has the perception that they're not pushing any buttons at all. And the fact of the matter is, is if you got to be, you have to be moving. You're either moving forward, or you're moving backward. So if you're if you're not doing anything, that essentially is moving backward when everybody else is moving forward. Right, Michael. We've talked uh, with you a lot too about that merger could create a lot of regional rivalries. You could have the Louisiana. Yeah, you could have the Louisiana schools involved here. You could, uh, you know, UAB, Middle Tennessee could be a part of it. But uh, it seems it seems to us, Michael, that it would just be better from a for a from a stand a fan standpoint for Southern Miss to be able to travel to games and to have more visitors in the Rock. And look at the conferences that have those big followings, yet teams that may be not at the top probably won't get a bowl game, but yet the entire conference and every school involved, it just seems like a big deal and somewhere you want to be because of the rivalries, because they're close. Like you said, you're able to just drive to some of these schools. Look at the the Big Ten for the most part. You can go to all those schools, not a super powerful conference, but those rivalries, because they're so close, uh, that makes a big difference. It's hard to, even with the NFL, okay, Chicago Bears and the Raiders, that's not ever going to be a rivalry because they're so far apart. It's the Bears and Packers because you can drive back and forth and you have those weekend trips and it just makes such a big difference when it comes to football. It's not solely what's happening on the field. It's the overall experience. And this is this would be huge just to get, even if it's two or three rivalries, and like Kelly said, the way it used to be and the story times that everyone talked about, uh, but then you have a team like Southern Miss that has all this potential and just could be so dominant moving forward, uh, it's, it's a win-win. 
Caleb, uh, isn't it fair to say in, in Ole Miss and Mississippi State, they have big followings. I'm not, not in any way questioning that. But isn't it fair to say that it really helps them in attendance that so many of their conference rivals are within driving distance? If Mississippi State plays LSU, you're going to get as many LSU fans there as you're willing to sell them tickets. The same way if Ole Miss plays Alabama – and Alabama will buy every ticket that's available to Ole Miss. So isn't that an advantage for schools, and wouldn't that help Southern Miss attendance? I think it would definitely help attendance to have more regional teams around because, I mean, like, like you said, you really don't have a rival right now. But my, my issue with this, just looking at it from an outsider's perspective, is what's in it for the Sun Belt? What did they gain besides maybe just a couple more regional opponents do they get any more income from it? Do they get any better TV exposure and dollars from ESPN and Fox and these other guys? I just don't know that it's going to put their money where their mouth is. I don't think they're going to get their value for the dollar. That's a great and question, it, Kelly. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, to, yeah, and to, to answer that, Caleb, it, five or six years ago the question was what would Conference USA get out of it? But now it's, the shoe seems to be on the other foot when people are going, what would, what would the Sun Belt get out of it? And the athletic directors, like Jeremy McLean, are booking more regional non-conference games, upcoming games with Tulane and, you know, and Troy and schools that are around. So even though they're not in that conference, they're playing schools in that conference or other conferences that are close by. Well, it's all speculation at this point. Uh, hopefully some, something will materialize. But you made a great point, Kelly. You're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. And the Sun Belt, to their credit, has moved forward in the last couple of years. And I guess it's up Mm -hmm. to debate, up to debate whether or not Conference USA has done the same thing. I don't, well, like I said, you can't sit still. That's essentially moving backwards. Right. So, you know, what have you done for me lately, right? All right, you enjoy the races, Kelly. Kelly will be taking my seat all next week on the Eagle Hour along with Michael. So, uh, Kelly, have fun at the races and uh, look forward to having you back home soon. Thanks, guys. Southern Miss to the top. There we go. All right, we're going to wrap things up from Excalibur Vapes. The guys down there have another guest. Stay with us. The Eagle Hour wraps up another week right after this. To the top. Thanks to Kelly Sander for pitching in on the show, even though he's on vacation up in at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I also want to say hello to our good friends at D1 and DBAT. What a great group of people down there. Great training for children of any age, uh, for softball and baseball. Great training for athletes of all ages in every other sport. No matter what your sport, everybody trains differently. Every sport requires different training. They can put a plan for you together. Hope to have somebody from D1 on the show here in the next couple of weeks. They've got some camps coming up uh, for the 1st of September that we want to be sure to tell you about. And again, we want to thank D1 and DBAT for everything they do to support the Eagle Hour. All right, Caleb Hamill and Michael Mergens are down at Excalibur Vapes uh, here in Oak Grove. We're going to go down there one more time before we leave. Guys, take it away. Well, Bob, we got... 
Jim, Shannon, back with us uh, one more time to kind of close us out here from Excalibur Vapes. And uh, we neglected to kind of talk about some of the big events they're having going on this weekend. We're not the, the marquee event for them on this Friday-Saturday pair. Uh, they've actually got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow here at this very location. And, uh, Jim, tell us a little bit about what we got coming in. We've got, what we got a car show, wrestlers. Tell us about it. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. This is our one-year anniversary here. Uh, later on tonight, we're going to have uh, some of our friends from Sully's Exotic Pets out in Columbia. They're going to be coming by here. They're going to have some of their, their pets with them. They're going to have some monkeys, uh, a couple of snakes, a uh, caiman with them. And then tomorrow, we're starting out in the morning at 9 o'clock. From 9 to 1, we're having a car show here in the parking lot. Uh, so if you've got an, a car you'd like to, to enter, there's no entry fee. We're going to have... Uh, Hamburger hot dogs for lunch, uh, cooking all day, uh, and that ends at 1. Uh, 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock, uh, some of our uh, wrestling friends from SWA Wrestling are going to be here doing a meet and greet, uh, doing some autographs. Uh, so come by and, and check that out. We're also, we've also got specials on everything in the store uh, all day today and all day tomorrow. You heard them, folks. A lot of cool stuff going on over here, and I, I tell you, I haven't been to many car shows in my time, and I've been to some where they had you know, big registering fees and uh, all that. And I tell you, to open it wide open, there's no telling how many cool vehicles and uh, just different people you're going to have out here. And it's a pretty good-sized parking lot. There's no telling how many cars you can have out here to showcase. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun for everybody, and they are actually going to be part of the judging process. Yes, uh, the judging is going to be. We're not. We're not car guys. I like old cars, but we're not knowledgeable enough to you know to really judge the cars. So what we're going to do is we're going to assign each car a number, and then we're going to let the people that come in vote. Uh, we a People's Choice Award. We've got a three foot trophy in here to give away to the winner. Uh, and one other thing I forgot to mention earlier. I know a lot of people are interested in learning more about CBD and the CBD products. We're going to have a lady here tomorrow named Jerica. She's going to be doing one-on-one classes. If you want to come in and ask questions, just one-on-one with her. She knows more about CBD than I'll ever know, and she will help you figure out the right products, the right way to take them, and uh, you know, see, see if CBD might be something that work for you. And, Bob, I wanted to mention they have CBD treats for dogs. So if you have a dog that may have some, you know, thunder, lightning, thunderstorms and all that, or just like Snoopy is entirely insane and crazy and needs right. to chill out right. a little bit, help. They've, they've got the dog treats. So. Yeah. You know, and, you know, the, the dog treats actually work. And, and you know, uh, Jim, uh, CBD is a, is a growing thing in the medical community. I actually had a doctor recommend to me to look into CBD products for sleep and relaxation uh, we know we know of a lot of people that have really benefited arthritis, sleep, anxiety, a number of ways that the CD, CBD products help people. And that is a rapidly growing industry. It really is. We have a lot of, of, of our customers come in. Uh, maybe they're past military. They uh, have a little trouble with PTSD. And some of the medications they, they can put these people on, is it, it, they stay drugged out all the time. Uh, almost like in a fog, and and the, the CBD is something natural that they can take. It's it's a lot less expensive. It doesn't have all the, the weird side effects that some of these medications can have, and you know you can you can take it anywhere. Uh, 
and it's, it's helped so many people, and we'd like to share that with, with some people this weekend. Yeah, Michael's right. You know, Michael, dogs are very afraid of fireworks. A lot of dogs are afraid of bad yeah. weather, and a lot of people lose their animals because of that anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had a doctor suggest I start taking CBD. He wasn't actually my doctor. I wasn't his patient. He just saw me out in public and suggested it. Uh, I don't know what he saw that I didn't, but uh, <laughs> apparently, yeah, he was like, you need to take CBD. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, we've already heard some really cool success stories about uh, those dog treats. A couple of the customers in there were yeah. telling us about uh, just how beneficial it's been for their... We have uh, one of our puppy. customers that uh, his, his dogs suffer from seizures. And uh, the medication the vets had him on basically just knocked him out. He didn't have the seizures, but he stayed unconscious most of the time. Uh, this kind of, kind of helped him uh, be more, you know, have a, a happier life. And not be drugged out, and but not have the seizures anymore. Wow, there you go. that's awesome. Well, CBD products and vaping here at Excalibur Vapes, Bob. You got the whole story now. All right, I sure do, and I appreciate both of you guys being down there, Michael and you, Caleb. But Jim, thanks a lot for having the Eagle Hour down there. We're uh, we're a great partner. You're a great partner with all of us here at Super Talk. We wish you nothing but the best of luck, my friend. Thank you for coming. All right, Jim Sheeran, everybody, owner of Excalibur Vapes. And again, our thanks for them having us down. Kelly sits in for me all next week. Luke will be back. Michael will be producing and part of the show. So the guys will take care of the Eagle Hour and your Southern Miss news and information all next week. Thanks, uh, Caleb. Thanks, Michael. And guys, till the next time we're all together, Southern Miss. To the top. To the A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.